Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. So much developing on this Monday, November 7th. We should be making history, well, at least weather-wise. In the suburbs, Delaware County Memorial Hospital that had been ordered by the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania to suspend emergency services. Yes, starting this morning, just a couple hours ago, you couldn't go to their emergency department. That is a lead story today for sure, but they're still taking in patients. Let's say if you have a a post-op type appointment, then, of course, you can still go. Looking at a weekend of violence, and in a moment you'll hear the man who wants to be uh, the governor of Pennsylvania, State Senator Doug Mastriano. So I'll play some sound. You'll hear from him just last night talking about the wild, wild west in Philadelphia, which is something I say all the time. I looked up Philly crime stats this morning, and their 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 site is all kind of discombobulated, if you will. Maybe because they're just trying to update the numbers, the tragic numbers of homicides. I believe we're well over 450 homicides for this year. And and I cringe when I see Krasner, the DA's office, say, well, percentage-wise, year to year on this day, November 7th, we're, we're actually, that's down a few people. It's like, oh, my goodness. I think of 450 souls. And what's also amazing is that at Temple University Hospital, where they took in nine victims, that was just one night over the weekend. Nine victims, five at least, are in critical condition. You think about a temple, these doctors are like doctors in a war zone, able to save lives when, if they were taken to another hospital, maybe they couldn't. That's how good these doctors and nurses and medical professionals are, because what? This is their skill set. So when they have somebody critically injured, they take them to Temple because their emergency department, those doctors are tragically, in a way, um, so experienced in dealing with gunshot victims. It's unbelievable. And victims of violence. We'll talk about that in a moment, what happened over the weekend. And I hope you weren't caught in this morning's crash on I-95 in the Northeast Apparently, it was just a disaster. So hopefully you had some reprieve by listening to Kale and Company Live. But let's let's talk about, over the weekend, all of these rallies, and I'll get to it all. We had former President Donald Trump in Pennsylvania stumping. We had former President Barack Obama, President Joe Biden, 
all the candidates out. Certainly, it's it's crazy today, crazy busy in these final days of the big race. As we wind down, by this time tomorrow morning, everybody will be voting. So I'll begin with Republican State Senator Doug Mastriano visiting Philadelphia in the city to, yes, speak to supporters, rally supporters. I know he was in South Philadelphia at a rally, and I know that he was in the Northeast, but really crisscrossing as he is today, going in person to talk about what? The economy, to talk about schools. And I think what's important is that by being present, he's reminding people of something you're not really seeing, and that is you're not seeing Governor Tom Wolf. Where, where's Wolf? Where is he? I, we even had somebody call in today and uh, read my mind as, they, as, as she said, you know, where is Governor Tom Wolf? Well, the truth is with, with Josh Shapiro, the Attorney General, he has had the benefit of running unopposed, raising a lot of money, and refusing to debate his opponent, which I think there should be, in my opinion, there should be a state law that candidates, when they get to the finals within, you know, before a month of an election, I think they all should have to debate in some format. I think we deserve that. But when we think about this, the one connection that has never been made is Governor Tom Wolf to Josh Shapiro, the Attorney General. They work hand in hand, right? And think about what we went through. And just to take you down memory lane, not that it's a good place, through the pandemic, the shutdowns, what happened to our kids, and also what happened to businesses, especially if you were in a smaller business. And we saw over and over and over, whether it was voting to, in fact, restrict the governor's powers, because why? He had too much power, and he used that power to shut us down to shut our businesses down, and it was arbitrary. The courts have ruled on that. That's very clear, right? And so nobody, it's so fascinating, isn't it, that nobody associates the failed, really failed leadership of Governor Tom Wolf and associates that with Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman or even with Josh Shapiro, all Democrats, and they all failed us. And that's why I do feel that so many people and I know that people love to make this about the suburbs versus the city. or They, they want to put some racial thing to it. I'm not feeling that as a city resident. I just, I feel, I, I talk to so many people, especially parents and grandparents, and yes, especially women, who are just fed up and want a change and are voting for change and voting against what Wolf did to us and not forgetting that. So with that in mind, um, let's listen to, this is State Senator Doug Mastriano. He opened up one of his rallies by say, saying, uh, we're going to make spaghetti great again, which was cu- cute. It was cute reference. It got a good laugh. But then he talks about Philadelphia and what we've been through. Let's listen in. We're going to make spaghetti great again in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Philadelphia, my heart is broken for the city. The city promised for hope, for opportunity, for religious freedom, for all freedom. And it's all being ripped away because of bad things happening on the streets. The wild, wild west, that is more dangerous than my, my three tours in Afghanistan. That's not hyperbolic. Do you feel safe going to parts of the town? No. Yeah, neither do I. So I'm asking you, 
You know, do you agree with that? 855-839-1210. Do you feel safer? And even um, some of you DMing me, and you can find me on Twitter, at Dawn Stensland. I know I'm on Facebook. I'm on all of them. I have too many accounts, so I have to streamline them all. But anyway, that's a whole other topic. But 855-839-1210, how do you feel going into the midterms? Are you fired up? I am. I'm fired up because I feel as if we have a chance mostly to make a statement and to tell those currently in leadership, you failed, you are fired. We're firing you. We have the power and we are the people. And so over the weekend, and I'll, I'll get into this more, we look at past leadership. Pretty crazy, isn't it, that in Pennsylvania, you have this draw, you know, and they were saying we're the key, we're the keystone state, but we're the key state, are we not? And so you had former President Barack Obama, you had Joe Biden, who's been here a whole lot. Why? Because I think part of it is Fetterman is the only one really inviting him here. Nobody wants to be seen with him. You did not see, or if you if you saw Joe Biden on the same stage as Josh Shapiro, please let me know, because I just did not see that visual anywhere. And then, of course, you had former President Donald J. Trump. So let's let Anthony, who do you want to start first with? Which, because Anthony has been, see, Anthony really replaced two people. I'm not supposed to say this, but I'm going to say it. Remember Millennial? So Bill Kornfeld, he left, and then Matt DeSantis went to afternoon. So Anthony replaced two people. You're kind of becoming Greg Stocker, who at this point replaced I don't even know, like a dozen people since I first started here, what, eight years ago? <laughs> so um, there's that. But Anthony's feverishly been, you know, cutting all of this audio. I've been um, texting back and forth with the Mastriano camp, the Oz camp. I know that they're busy today and we can play sound, but we're trying to coordinate our timelines as well. But where do you want to start here? It was such a hectic weekend, was it not? Not just in Philadelphia, but across Pennsylvania. Yeah, I mean, it seems like we were kind of the political hub over the weekend, right before the uh, the big, big uh, election day on Tuesday. So I would say, I mean, just to mention to you, Shapiro was on the same stage as Obama, Biden, and Fetterman, uh, but they didn't really speak. It, it seemed like Obama really was the one that stole the show. But Biden talked for like what was it, maybe two minutes, and and Josh Shapiro was like scooching over like i'm next to obama <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> literally is that right uh, i don't know i don't i don't i didn't see that visual so thank you for that i didn't see too much of it i know they're at the leah Cora center mm-hmm. up by temple mm-hmm. um and it there i mean i saw videos of it it did look kind of empty i know half of the stadium was kind of blocked off uh so you couldn't even see half of the stadium with empty seats um but i i guess here we could start with obama who i think seemed like the one who took most of the headlines this weekend. Uh, This was first him speaking on the slow progress of democracy and and why both parties continually get nothing done. And and I understand democracy might not seem like a top priority right now when gas prices are high and grocery prices are high. Sometimes it feels like government isn't making enough progress on the issues that matter to you and your family. I get that because sometimes progress is slow. This is a big, complicated country with a lot of different interests, and, and, and it's hard to get stuff done sometimes. But let me tell you something, Pennsylvania. We've seen throughout history, we've seen around the world what happens when you give up on democracy. We can see it 
in other countries where government tells you what books you can read and what books you can't. Countries that, that own all the media and, and just pump out propaganda and, and put dissidents and reporters in jail. Countries where it really doesn't matter who you vote for because the fix really is in. And people in power do whatever they want. And where corruption is rampant because there's no accountability. When that happens, people get hurt. That has real-life consequences, and that's why generations of Americans fought and died for the idea of self-government. So, not exactly the high-energy, kind of keep-hope-alive speeches we are accustomed to with former President Obama, and not a huge crowd reaction to that. You know, former President Obama, to his credit, acknowledging these are tough times and acknowledging really what he knows, what we all know. I just say what what I find significant, and maybe this is just me. I don't know if you agree or disagree, but I find it significant. Michelle Obama, for, former First Lady Michelle Obama, she's like, I'm not I'm not doing this. They've they've messed this up. This is their mess. I don't want I don't want us to be associated with it. And for me, I think that says volumes, in my humble opinion. And I actually think Michelle Obama was probably the one person that maybe maybe could excite people or or convince people that they should go to the polls because I think what we're seeing, you know, is a lot of people who are saying, you know what my party has left me my my party as a democrat has left me and why because we've gone to the to the democrats saying this they've gone so far left and so progressive that they no longer really identify with their own base anymore contrarily and i i gave you that one stat right where i talked about the fact that in pennsylvania we've never seen this where this many people, tens of thousands, I think it was nearly 60,000 people changed from being a Democrat to being a Republican. And that, that has never been seen before, or at least in, in our modern history. So if you think about what's happening, people in the polls, if you believe the polls, are saying, ultimately, we want change. And you're going to say, well, Dawn, that always happens in the midterms. True. It always does happen. So when you have a Republican president, oftentimes, two years later, what do we see in the next midterm? We see people go the other way. And it's part of our American spirit, if you will, that we are rebellious. We love to fire our elected officials. We love to let them know and give them a referendum on how we think they're doing. Okay, so it always happens to some extent. But I think... It has never happened to this extent. Why? Because this administration time and time again is bowing to ridiculous far left pressures, for example, to to believe. I think a lot of these progressives believe that ultimately it's better for the earth and it's better in the long run if we all suffer. And pay more at the pump and thus travel less and don't buy that evil, that evil fossil fuel stuff that represents the evil in the universe. I, I really think 
There are a lot of far-left progressive people who believe that. But I will also say they don't feel the pain that we feel. And earlier this morning, and I know I talked about this Friday, but it should be lost on no one that this Oprah Winfrey endorsement against Dr. Oz, so to speak, and for Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman, I think it, I think it goes nowhere. And the reason is that Oprah Winfrey, she's a billionaire. She's one of the most successful. I, I will, I will say this. I will argue this. I think she's one of, if not the most successful self-made women in America and perhaps the world. Self-made. And her story is an incredible one. I've always loved Oprah Winfrey. She came from the South. She had been a victim of abuse. Has an incredible story. I have friends who've worked for her and say, man, Oprah's tough. If you work for her, she is tough. And she expects 100% and calls you on the carpet if you mess up, expects these long days, especially during certain productions, you know, 12-hour days and so on and so forth. Really a taskmaster, obviously a taskmaster, obviously somebody who, who's a workaholic to, to maintain the level of success, not just attain it, but then maintain it and maintain relevancy. So she's somebody who demands perfectionism, right? And that's why she chose, that's why she chose to hire a heart surgeon, a leading heart surgeon who in fact was an inventor made inventions that you know t- to this day um, helped pe- help people who suffer with heart health issues she chose dr mehmet oz and she chose him not only because he was a leading heart surgeon and doctor but the guy was also a workaholic that's why she chose him and i think actions speak louder than words if you think about oprah winfrey through her actions she has supported Dr. Oz, she has promoted him. She has been a business partner with him. So she's somebody who does not get in with people who are a failure. And so to me, for her to come out, and it was in a podcast or whatever, and she kind of said, hey, yeah, for Pennsylvania, if I lived in Pennsylvania, I would have already voted for Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman. She never says why. She never talks about any issues. And I did not hear her say anything bad or negative about Dr. Oz. That's also interesting to me. She's been a business partner with him for many, many decades. And through her actions, I think she endorsed him. Clearly, she's, she is a Democrat. I saw Dr. Oz over the weekend. I don't know if we have that, but I saw him over the weekend. He was asked about this, I think, on one of the Sunday morning shows. And they said, well, how do you react to... Oprah Winfrey saying this, and Dr. Oz said, I love Oprah. We've been friends for years. He, he's not worried. Just said, do you have this? I didn't I didn't okay. get that, but I do have Fetterman uh, reacting to the endorsement. And I know uh, we were reporting earlier, the Oz campaign said, you know, they respect Oprah's opinion and they, they like having, you know, disagreements politically at times, mm-hmm. and, and he respects her opinion. And he had said that. Oz, what he said was, uh, I saw him, it was live over the weekend at some point. He said, I love Oprah and, you know, we disagree. We've always disagreed politically. We work together. And he said, you know, in Pennsylvania, that's what you do. You might not agree politically with your neighbors, but you work together. You all work together. And so 
I thought it was it was a great twist that he was doing because what he's saying is, hey, you know, if you're a Democrat, then I can work with you too. Why? Because I work hard and I'm going to go toward helping Pennsylvanians and make your life better. It was, so it was a really good pivot for him. But let's listen in because, Anthony, you have sound of the Fetterman. This was a feather in their cap. They were thrilled. They reportedly sought this, in fact, Oprah, you know, endorsing them. So listen in. Congratulations to you, because overnight, uh, our very own Oprah Winfrey endorsed you over Dr. Oz in the race. We all know that Oprah is the creator of Dr. Oz's TV career, and she went for you instead. What does this mean to you in your campaign? Uh, I mean, she's an icon. I mean, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. It's an honor. And I'm so grateful. And, you know, she understands uh, what's at stake here in this race. And, and as like I said, it was just incredibly, incredibly honored to, to have her support in this race. Okay. Truly. So obviously that was Fetterman. He was on Friday on The View. He was not in person. And I think that's significant, quite frankly. Uh, he was remote. It was like a Zoom call. And it was a f- total fluff interview. And they never really talked about any of the issues. Never. And there's a reason for that, right? Because if they talk about the issues, this is the downfall. And that's why you heard that tone in former President Obama's voice, that tone of these are tough times, economically, the crime after the shutdowns, all of it. It's a hot mess. And we all know that. So to me, you know, John Fetterman, good for him. I'm sure it was a thrill to be on The View, and I'm sure it's a thrill to have have that from from Oprah. But Oprah never said that she met him. She never said anything that she liked about him. Nothing. Nothing at all. And I guarantee you what, if Oprah had a relative who was living off of their relatives, so that person was nearly 50 years old, Oprah Winfrey, from everything I know about her, would would say, you need to get your keister off the couch, dude, and you need to work more and earn your own way and not be supported by your elderly parents till you're nearly 50. That's not okay. That's never been Oprah's way. Certainly, she's somebody, oh my goodness, if you know her, her backstory, it's an incredible story of survival and success despite all the odds. And as... You know, in my career as a television anchor woman, I know this story quite well, that she was an anchor. She was a news anchor in a small market in the South, and her idiot news director told her, quote unquote, you're, you're an overweight black woman who would ever watch you. <gasps> I mean, hor- that's horrifying. She's so talented as a broadcaster and communicator and, and so successful as a businesswoman and so what she's overcome is incredible. And I just, I just ask you, you know, in everything else, she always explains herself and, and is so great in detailing her journey. I would have loved to have even heard a follow-up question as to really, well, uh, what's your journey here? Why would you endorse this guy? But there's no word of that. So she did this as a favor to Democrats in a really tough Senate race. I don't think it's bad for her, quite frankly, because she's, everybody knows she's a Democrat. But truthfully, there's no detail in it. Nowhere in there is she saying, hey, I love this guy because of fill in the blank. There's nothing about this guy that she that she would relate to. That's just the truth. The honest to goodness truth. All right. This is the Dawn Show. Let me know what you think. 
839-1210 is the number to call. Still fighting this week three. I'm still fighting the stinking cold. I hope you don't get this thing. But Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. But we continue right after this. Talk about Elon Musk and the latest with Twitter and what's going on because there are some developing stories there. But I do want to get to your calls. Hi, I'm Dawn Stensland, 855-839-1210. It's the number to call. Tom is in Holland. Hey, Tom. Yeah, I don't. Oh, no. Tom, I apologize. We did not hang up on you. That was our, I don't know, our great computer system. That's my system. fault. That's my fault. I'm sorry. Call back. Call back. Call back. You, sorry, yeah, Tom. I tried we, to adjust his level, and I kicked him off. Yeah, I'm sorry. We, we'll never hang up on you. Even I, I told, I, to, I just told Anthony, I said, if Terry from KOP calls in, because he called in at like, what was that, the 6 a.m. hour? He's so angry. I don't want anybody to be angry. Al called in. He was angry, too. But but Terry was like, I'm worried about him. He, you know, we none of us should be yelling or screaming or angry about this stuff because you know what? Everything's going to be okay. Terry calls in to a lot of the shows. He does? Oh, my God. He calls in to Dom all the time. He starts screaming and yelling. It's like, okay, I hope you are pulled the truck over. Yeah. I think he's supposed to be like a a big-time union guy. I think it's his big Right, which is like my – I talk about my Uncle Artie. Yeah. We all have a lot of union folks in our families. Oh, yeah. It's it's all good. But everybody take a deep breath. It's going to be okay. And democracy – is not going to die. Democracy is going to be okay, despite all the media, the media uh, ridiculous claims. Because you know what? Democracy, what is democracy in America? We the people. We are the democracy. We decide. And that's why no matter what you're doing tomorrow, and no matter how you're going to vote, please vote, and your vote will count, and it does count. And I know there's a lot of feeling of uneasiness and chaos and all this and that, but you got to get out and vote because you'll feel good about it. And moving forward, yes, democracy can be messy. It can be. And we can all feel frustrated. 
certainly during the pandemic, we realized, especially at the state level, how important it is, how important a governor is and the powers of that governor, even though currently Governor Tom Wolf and moving forward, whoever gets to be governor next will have their powers limited. Why? Because we voted for that because of what happened. But we learned so much about how much local leaders, whether city leaders or state leaders, and yes, on a, on a national level too, even with all the checks and balances, we all learned a whole lot, didn't, did we not? That the government should work for us and the government controls so much of our lives. And we have felt that. And as I've said, and I'm so glad that, that one poll came out uh, talking about women particularly, and and particularly suburban women, because I've been saying this, and other moms have been saying this in particular, Not I'm not a suburban mom, I'm I'm in Chestnut Hill, which some some of you might bust my chops and say, well, Dawn, it's Chestnut Hill. It's still Philadelphia, okay? And I'm in Philadelphia more than not. But I think that the vote that nobody sees coming is the vote of parents and grandparents who are seeing and feeling the results and I'm going to say this, we're reeling from what happened with the school shutdowns and the boards of education and all of this nonsense that's trying to take away the parental rights. That's a huge, this is a huge issue. And it's a kitchen table issue because I know couples right now who are having the conversation of, rut row, what do we do moving forward if this doesn't change? What are we going to do? Are we going to homeschool? How can we afford, we can't afford to put our three kids in private schools. What are we going to do next? This is a real issue that's not being tapped into. Why? Because the mainstream media is out of touch. So yes, they're out of touch with regards to the economy, but I'm telling you, this is a huge, huge issue and it trumps all the other issues. All right, Tom, thanks for hanging with us. Tom in Holland. Hey, Tom. Hi, Dawn. How are you today? Good. Thanks for calling back. Sorry about that. It, no, it was meant to be. As I got back on, I, I was hearing your conversation. You were talking about voting and democracy. It just so happens I'm, I'm holding it in my hand right now. I just pulled up to the Northampton Township Library. I hope I'm, I'm at the right place. I'm following my mother's absentee ballot. She's 102 years old. God bless her. Oh. So, I'm uh, exercising her right to vote. And in my opinion, this isn't why I call, but this is the reason that an absentee ballot should exist for someone who cannot themselves get out to vote, not for everybody just because they think it's easier or it's a, or it's a way to crash the ballot box. Yeah. But yeah, but that's not why I called. The reason I was calling, and it ties into your conversation about democracy and listening when you played um, President Obama's um, uh, um, talk at the at the poop rally. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know, you mentioned he, he was mentioning democracy. And I don't know if you caught on to it. I don't know if I'm paranoid, but my take was what he was inferring was anybody who isn't going to vote for Fetterman is impeding democracy. That that we on the right, um, if we're not going to vote for somebody on the left, or they're they're following the democracy trail and we're not. I just thought I'd put that out there for conversation. Well, thank you. I yeah, I think that's that's the talking point that democracy is on the ballot because that's all they. It sounds pretty. And so it, it kind of sounds pretty to say that democracy is on the ballot because, Tom, they can't talk about the proof, as we say, proof of performance. So if you think, thank you, Tom, for calling and, and God bless your 102 year young 
mom, although never give the age of a woman ever, even your mom, even if she's 102, right? <laughs> she's 29, yeah. She's 29 and holding. Um, but it's what a great son on a Monday to you know take a break from work and head over to the library to make sure that her, her ballot you know, gets in there, her absentee ballot. As Number one, as far as the, the voting, mail-in votes and that sort of thing, I would say this, that we have to get it right. And you heard, um, you heard Linda Kearns last week. I interviewed her live, and you've heard her on our air with Broad and Liberty, and she's a, an election attorney, represents uh, various constituencies. But ultimately, she's an attorney who's right in the middle of all of this hotbed, with with voting and mail-in voting, ultimately, we have to get it right. And that means working with lawmakers because it should be the law. And duly elected officials need to figure out the smartest way, the most appropriate way, the proper way and legal way that we have, whether it's absentee, absentee ballots, mail-in ballots, the problem was this was done in a panic. And so we didn't get it quite right. Whether you think that it was abused, um, whether it was an accident or whether it was on purpose, what I'm not getting into that whole hot mess right now, but I think a lot happened and it was because what? There was a pandemic and we had mail-in votes and we did not have it right. So we need to get it right. We need to make sure that whatever the lawmakers vote, whatever they decide, that that's the law. And so even though this naked ballot thing is so stupid and it's confusing, but ultimately, if you forget to fill out the outside of that mail-in you know, ballot on the outside, if you, if you mess it up and you don't put whatever you're supposed to put, then it does not get counted. And so a lot of us might say, well, why that's silly. Somebody filled it out. Well, they're trying to replicate what you would do if you go in person. Remember Linda Kearns? You can listen. You can go on Odyssey and listen to that specific interview if you want to learn more because she went into great detail. And the details matter and the law matters. What I would suggest is, why don't they just learn from places like, I believe, Arizona, Florida especially, has been doing all of this for a long time. Why? Because Florida has a lot of retirees. Or maybe they're not even a retiree. They're somebody you know who has a second home or a third home. And so Florida is one of those places that's a great example of this. They do it well. Why? Because they worked it out. So why not look at what other states do, how they got it right, so that we serve all of the community and get everybody to vote. I have no problem with that as long as it's legal. That's the bottom line here. So it's not about we should never have something that's seen as easily manipulated because at that point, then we're, we're going toward questioning election integrity and we need election integrity. And I'm going to say this, election integrity and the belief in our system, right, is more important than any one candidate. And so that's where we should look to the future. All right. Bill is in Abington. Hey, Bill. Hey, good morning, Don. How are you? Good. Thanks for calling. Well, it's a pleasure to speak with you. Listen, the point I wanted to bring up why I called this morning is this. With all this talk about delayed election results and counting ballots and everything else, I just want to know why is it that uh, tonight we'll have a $1.8 billion or whatever mega millions drawing and by tomorrow at 6 o'clock, they'll not only know whether someone won or not, but they'll be able to tell you what town it was brought in and what store it was bought in. And I think that all this basically points out is that there's a big, big fraud factor built into this. 
And I couldn't agree with you more when I say that the integrity of the election is much more important than the candidate. So I'll let you go from there, Dawn. Thank you. Thanks, Bill. Thanks for calling. Yeah, $1.9 billion, which is pretty amazing, is that lottery. And I know my husband, Larry, and I, we were like, did you buy your tickets? I mean, what are your odds? Something like $125 million to one or something. And then are you going to still go out and buy a ticket? Even, even though what the odds become less and less, but so many people said, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to try for it. And then it encourages more people. Yeah. With regard to our elections, I think that we're doing all of, we're, we're combining this, right? We have new technology, new computers. My only, I will say this, that I think first and foremost, we need to make sure, because I know it was one computer company that people questioned. We need to make sure that even though it's one company, we make positive that that computer, there's no way to plug in those machines because that was an allegation. Oh, they were plugged in and hooked up to the Internet. No, they weren't. There's There's no confirmation of that. But we need to make sure that they can't. And we need to make sure that we have the best system. And you know what? Unfortunately, unfortunately, sometimes when the government runs something, Let's be honest, there's a lot of bureaucracy and they don't do the best job of it. So we need to get down to it. We need to analyze it and make sure that the technology is is the best, the very best. And we need to continue to tune into that. All right. Anthony, I know Anthony had more sound, but we need to take a quick break because there's so much that's just coming in. Here's the thing. We have an historic day today, weather-wise, not since the 1930s. Have we seen a November 7th day like this, where we reach 76 plus degrees, warm, sunny, feels like summertime out there, and the last time we had a day like this in the 1930s, weather-wise. What a great time of year to search for that newer certified vehicle that you've been wanting. My friends from the Piazza Auto Group, they're always here to assist you with any and all of your automotive needs, and that includes leasing, financing, maintenance, and so much more. And Piazza, they've grown to include Piazza Premium Automobiles with locations across Pennsylvania, as well as now Northern Delaware. So just visit them, PiazzaPremiumAutos.com, for the Land Rover, Jaguar, Porsche, Mercedes-Benz, Alfa Romeo, or Maserati dealer nearest you. That's P-I-A-Z-Z-A, PiazzaPremiumAutos.com. Tell them Dawn sent you. So let's wrap up. This little segment with a bow, if you will, as we talk about the final day on the campaign trail before voting begins in Pennsylvania. Most polls open, I think, across our region, not just Pennsylvania, 7 a.m., open in Pennsylvania till 8 o'clock at night. And just to reiterate that an envelope containing suspicious white powder was received over the weekend at the campaign headquarters of Republican nominee for governor in Arizona, Carrie Lake, who's a former anchor woman there, and she's she's so great. We have to have her on. After this is all over, of course, she'll be busy being the next governor, I suppose, but um, she certainly has become a superstar as she has just taken on, in particular, the media and media malpractice. Good for her. But nobody injured, thank God, but we're following that very carefully. But with regard to former President Obama in Philadelphia, you think about in the past when former President Obama came to, to Philadelphia in particular, you had huge crowds 
and packed venues. Not so much this weekend. So a little different climate for sure as we think about the fact that the you know the Leacora Center on Temples at Temple was not a jam-packed crowd. It just it did not have the same vibe, right, that we've seen in the past. But listen in as former President Obama speaks to get out the vote here in Pennsylvania. The kind of slash and burn politics that we're seeing right now, that doesn't have to be who we are. We can be better. And, and, and it has nothing to do, by the way, with political correctness or being too woke. It's about fundamental values that my grandparents from Kansas taught me. Values I grew up with, values you grew up with, values we try to teach our kids, values we learn in churches and mosques and synagogues and temples, honesty, fairness, opportunity, hard work, values that Josh Shapiro and John Spetterman stand for, values that Joe Biden stands for, values that were enshrined in our founding documents. A few miles from here, a clarion call for freedom and equality that Philly's own Liberty Bell represents. That's what America stands for. That's who we are. So to me, you hear former President Obama, who is probably the best of of any Democrat right now, right? He's a superstar in, in that party. And as he's trying to rally support and remind, and he, he mentions the word woke because to me, that little statement, when he talk about, it's not about being woke to me, that's, that's Obama saying, uh, I, my party, I was never woke. I mean, that's the new, that's the new wave of the party. But unfortunately, the fact that he sang it, that he has to say that makes it quite evident that that's what they're dealing with that the party is not at the center anymore. And here you have somebody who's incredible, I mean, probably one of the best, if not, I mean, of our lifetime, as going out and speaking to a crowd like this and trying trying to bring his party to the center. The problem is it's too little, too late. And he knows, even in his voice, and especially as he stumbles on the name of John Fetterman, which, you know, Obama doesn't stumble like that on it usually in a, in an introduction, right? Why? Why? Because that's the truth. The truth is he knows darn well that Fetterman, unlike his primary opponent, for example, Connor Lamb, Connor Lamb would have had a better chance, right? So for different reasons, when you think about the Democrats and Republicans, on the left, they were pushing through a far-left progressive, who is Fetterman, rather than Connor Lamb. On the right, remember, Kathy Barnett's camp would tell you that, in fact, it was Sean Hannity and Donald J. Trump who pushed for Oz, who who was somebody who was perhaps not certainly the, the favored person with McCormick and, and with Kathy Barnett, who Kathy Barnett, remember, they tried to take her out because she had she had just zoomed to great popularity through a grassroots campaign with no money. And she resonated. And so if you had had a Kathy Barnett versus Fetterman or Kathy Barnett versus Connor Lamb, it would have been a very different race. So we, I, you know, we can all Monday morning quarterback and certainly we will more as the week progresses. But 
that's former President Obama doing his best diligence to stump for these candidates who I don't think represent that that party that he referred to even during his administration. So there it is, right? Ah, there's no place like home. Sometimes on days and weeks like this where there's so much politics in the air, I can't wait to just get home and relax. Chapman Windows, Doors, and Siding, they've done such a beautiful job on my home, and they will on your home too. You can see all the amazing options that are available to customize your home. If you really want to bring the outside in with a spectacular open view, ask about the new Nana wall product. You should see all the gorgeous walls of glass doors and windows. It can really transform your home. Chapman, they also offer premium architecture shutters, for example, designed to last a lifetime, historically accurate, with all of those hardware options and a lifetime warranty. This is the special, unique Chapman difference, or at least a couple of them, that I'm always telling you about. The Chapman team, whatever you choose, whatever project you're looking at, windows, doors, and they do interior doors too, by the way, and interior work, but the Chapman team, they offer meticulous work, outstanding service, such high-quality products and wisdom, product knowledge. They get it. They're going to respect your family budget too. So just call or text 610-431-8898, 610-431-8898. Check them out online. Take a virtual tour, chapmanwindowsdoors.com, chapmanwindowsdoors.com. Tell them Dolan sent you. Keep it right here because you're about to hear more from former President Donald J. Trump. What he, What is he saying? The latest from Trump. You'll hear more from from Fetterman. You'll hear more from Oz. You'll hear more from Mastriano. And you'll also learn about a link between the happiness or distress in your marriage and how it impacts your health, especially depending on your age, I guess, how many how many years you're in a marriage. But yes, marriage and your relationship directly impacts your health. I'm going to detail this study. It's a pretty interesting study for you. I think you're going to love it. So much happening, the developing news of the day right here on The Dawn Show. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 